Yeah, is bored with this already. Just don't do this one. Just this hack up now. Let's just quit. Let's just quit. This is a episode ninety-eight will be the last episode. The last uh, episode where we quit. We'll just jump on to ninety-seven next week. Uh, why is Mario Italian? Why <laughs> is that true? Uh, so you guys ready? I'm ready. Yes. Uh, I've been recording this whole segment, and I'm gonna have it on the podcast. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So everybody out there, welcome to Forced Update episode ninety-eight. It is our third episode. 98 Degrees. Wonderful 90s band. It, you know what? <laughs> yes. 90s bands, I think we've hit the mark 10 years-ish where 90s bands can be cool again. Reunion tours, that's what it's all about. It's all about, yes. We'll have our reunion tour in 10 years. Um, no, because uh, we'll be dead from overdose of all the money we're going to get for doing this podcast. Oh my god. We've, we, we've, I've, I got a check. I don't know if you guys got a check. You got your check? I got a check. How much is that check worth? Three dollars and twelve cents. Mine was worth ten smiles. Aww, I'd rather have that. It's I, didn't, I didn't go check. Well, this is episode ninety-eight <laughs> of Force Update. Uh, I am Trevor. I'm here with my two usual suspects: our senior video game analyst Adam. How you doing? And our senior not playing video games analyst Yaz. That's me. And is Kevin Spacey here, too? Kevin Spacey is also here. Uh, spoilers! Spoilers! Oh, These I guys never saw that movie. So, uh, don't watch it. You're fucked now. Uh, we're going to start out today like we always do. First, I should say, actually, that we are officially on iTunes. You can Ooh. officially download Forced Update on iTunes. That means the money's going to start rolling in. We're all going to buy some pain pills. And yep. we're going to sail happy dreams all the way to the bank. It's a forty nine ninety nine yes. a podcast. We are charging for it. We're going to charge forty nine ninety nine per episode. Uh, it's that. This is a premium service we offer here, people. Exactly. Yeah, we don't we, do this shit for free. We took our method from the PlayStation Plus method, so uh, it's tried and true and tested. Exactly. I'll send you uh, until you find the root key. I'll send. I'll send you an email every week uh, with a picture of me. That's the benefits. Counting his money. Every so often, we a picture of his dick. So yep. that's great. Surrounded by your money. Exactly. Surrounded by the a dick fucking the money. But in all in all realness, uh, it's free. So it's free. Uh, this is not going to matter because we're kicking you off the podcast after this week. Ah, uh, damn it! Yeah, cut the loose ends. I'm glad my vote finally counted. In fact, uh, not even going to start with you this week. We started with you for the roundtable uh, every week, so you get to sit on the bench. This time, not talking about your fucking light bulbs. We're gonna start with uh, Adam. Doing yeah, um, Adam. this week I didn't buy light bulbs. No, um, I actually started up two games that I had previously been playing: Red Dead Redemption and Bioshock. And uh, playing Bioshock over it still scares the shit out of me. Does it? Uh, where, yeah, where are uh, you? Are you still in the? Still in the very beginning the of this uh, of the game. Yeah, uh, taking on whatever his name was. Uh, I can't remember the doctor's name, but in the room where the steam fills up, and then you turn around, the guy's just standing right there. Or the room where they turn off all the lights, and then just everyone crowds around you and starts beating the shit out of you. Yeah, the doctor's Dr. Steinman. Yeah, Dr. Uh, number two has been scaring me a lot more than number one. Uh, that's mainly because, like, uh, spider splicers and number two get all up in your fucking grill. Whereas in uh, one, they, they were nearly not, not nearly as intimidating. The Houdini splicers, to me, were always the scariest ones. Like, the ones that disappear. In one or in two or in both? Uh, in both, really. But in one, I mean, it was more profound in one because it was the first time I had seen them. Uh, so, like, you know, just the disappearing and you could kind of hear them running around. The sound design in both of those games are just is just awesome. Like, yeah, uh, they did a really good job on that. I uh, have to say, I like it with my surround sound. I feel yeah. like, though, like, as soon as you realize that any, uh, like, uh, human character can be, like, annihilated with anti-personnel rounds, uh, they stop being nearly as scary. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, uh, uh, to me, it's scary just, just not shoot knowing where they are and them just talking. That's why, uh, Trevor, you need to not be a bitch and use uh, Wrench plus Plasmid. That's the way to go. <laughs> well, fuck, in the I first game, exactly. Wrench plus Electricity is, like, the end-all, be-all to, like, any other weapon in the game. Yeah, in the second one, 
all about that drill dash. I, I do two different oh, things. I'll either drill dash everything, or I have the uh, spear gun, and I'm right. pretty keen on uh, electricity plus spear gun to the face. And spear it gun up is, against the wall. Yeah, spear gun is really satisfying just because, yeah, you get to pin them against the wall if they're behind one. I'm so still trying like, to see if you can pin multiple people with one shot. I don't think you can, but... Now, have you, have you, you know that you can go up to the wall and retrieve your spears, right? Yes, and I love that in video games. I also okay. love when you shoot somebody in the face. Uh, in Bioshock, it happened. A spider splicer jumped down and ran at me, and I speared him in the face, and he grabbed his face and, like, stumbled around blindly. And I was very satisfied with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sadly, uh, shooting yeah. in the dick does not produce the same results. Uh, can you just still get your spear back? Uh, yeah, you can still pull it out of their face. Uh, that's that sounds great to me though. Yes, uh, Red Dead Redemption though. Uh, the big question for playing Red Dead Redemption, and y'all will know what I'm talking about. Are you shooting every enemy in the dick before you shoot them in the face? Yes, I finally got the uh, uh, Dead Eye where it does the X's. Mm-hmm. So I pretty much just go straight up from his crotch to his face, and it is it brings me joy and laughter every single time. Well, you guys, both of you guys play like a bunch of pussies, right? Because you have the auto, you ha- you guys both had the auto aim on the whole game, didn't you? Yep, I had the auto aim on the whole game. I have such just a- started the game, I assume I have the auto aim on. Yeah, unless you turn it off, yeah. it's on. You have, to, you have to actually go in and turn it off. Because if you turn it off, it basically makes it into a like true third person shooter, like... I could not play that game with that auto-aim. I do not like the auto-aim. Uh, all I know is I was a lot more interested in just feeling like a badass than wasting my time aiming. It's just That's a third-person shooter. It, I mean, it just makes it a third-person shooter. It's not difficult at all. I mean, I never I wasn't found playing it. it for the difficulty, though. I mean, I never found it difficult, though. That's the thing. Like, it to me, it just was like any other third-person shooter plus Red Dead Redemption. Well, so. um... The, the, like, one different thing, though, is, like, yeah, auto-aim, like, uh, you, you jump into it and, uh, like, you, you kill dudes that ran out at you. It was easy. But you didn't, and correct me if I'm wrong, you could not auto-aim against bears. And uh, bears and cougars were, like, the only two things you really had to worry about in that game. Yeah, I would say I ran into a cougar the other day and it, it killed the shit out of me. That's what they do. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I got my duster coat on. I'm playing the game a little bit more evil this time around. So uh, every mission where it's like, hey, go and ask this guy if he wants to sell a property, I just go and tie him up and let a train run over him, and then I'm like, well, I got his house. The Old West way of solving every problem. Yep. I love no uh, train tracks. I love cougars. I, you know what I Yeah. I was waiting for somebody to make a bad joke, and uh, congratulations, yeah. Yaz, on making the first bad joke of the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, astute as ever. You need to, Adam, try tying the nun to the tracks at some point. Trying to, you know, I haven't, I haven't yet come across a nun yet. You won't so. until you get to, to uh, a later part in the game. Okay. But I'll try it and see if it breaks my game. Have, uh, have you played anything else, or just those two? Just those two this, this week. Just those two, a light week? Pretty light week, yeah. All right, cool. Did I do anything in your, uh, your, your non-video game playing life that, that would pose any interest? Masturbate? No, just a lot of work, and when I come back from work, video games. All right, all right. Uh, sad existence. Sad, sad life. Sad, sad man, I know. I know I'm not going out and buying three different types of light bulbs. I'm I doing know, I'm having to bring them back. That would... God damn it. That's the life of somebody accomplishing something. Hey, I still haven't actually bought the right light bulbs. Really? Are you serious? Nope. Yep, I'm sitting in like... Partial darkness. Partial darkness. That sounds like a game. Or a band. I'm going to send you a candle. But then you'd probably buy the wrong candle, and you'd have to take that candle back. That's true. I'm actually very scared of fire. I don't know. Really? I don't like like using lighters. I feel that my thumb is too close. My thumb is too close to a flame, and I don't like that's that. That's because your fingers are sausages. Yeah, people Fire haven't seen you. He's like a seven-foot-tall giant uh, with giant sausage fingers. God damn it. So, uh... If fire just hits his hands... Yeah, that delicious smell is just going to attract every stray dog within a five-mile radius. Ballpark Franks. Anytime you're near Yaz. They come when you cook them. All right, Yaz, uh... What about you? Uh, you do anything this week? 
Guess what games I didn't play? What games didn't you play, Oz? Everything. Well, no, I did. I did have a. I did have a marathon session of uh, more Assassin's Creed Two. I think I sat down, and played for like six hours or something like Man. that. Um, that is a really that. long game. It is. That is. I didn't. So, Adam, you sent me the little guide to the glyphs and the uh, feathers, and I decided fuck the feathers. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at the glyphs, and like in that guide, they kind of tell you what how many sections there are in the game. So I figured, like, okay, I was finally done with one of the small towns, and now it's time to go to Venice. And so I thought Venice was the final area, and there's, like, Venice was broken up into five sections. Holy crap, I was in Venice for, like, four or five hours, and I just finished the first section. Oh, so yeah. So I'm, I just finished sequence eight, and there's a total of, I guess, 14. And yeah, you, you got a little ways to go. That is a long game. It is. And uh, on the it's feathers, a good, uh, a good, good call on saying fuck the feathers, because I went ahead and tried to do them. I got 99, and I don't know where the last one is. So, oh. so uh, yeah, <laughs> not doing that. Fuck platforming that game. I'm going to go to uh, Ass Bros. Oh, I'm going to totally platinum that game just to rub it in your face so that my, my PlayStation uh, trophy dick is twice the size of your PlayStation trophy dick. just as you platinum the game, your fat PlayStation 3 is going to die. I feel like uh, we need to start a drinking game on this podcast where anytime the word dick is said, you have to take a drink. Dick. I'm really drunk. Oh, that's it. <laughs> game over. There is... That game is really, really, really long, but really good. It's it, it does is. that thing kind of with like Red Dead, where it's an open world game, but I'm not bored. Like there's enough things to do that I'm not bored, but there's like there isn't there isn't these stupid tasks that you have to do that just seem really menial. Nobody like, calls you up on a cell phone and asks you to take them to. Oh my god. Yeah, none of that, like, bullshit, basically. I don't know how anybody could have liked Grand Theft Auto 4. I hated every time I was driving, my cell phone would go off, and it's like, I don't want to do both of these things at once. I just want to drive. Yeah, no, I like, that game was the least enjoyable game I may have played in the past couple of years. Like, I, oh my, I, that was so annoying. I got to, like, uh, I didn't even finish the first, like, I guess they're, they're broken up into, like, I don't, it's not islands anymore, but, like, sections of the city. I never really left that, like, section of the city because it just fucking angered me so That much. was my copy of the game you were playing, wasn't it? Yeah, I almost broke it. Yeah, I never played my own copy. I sold it back. I just hate that, uh... I mean, it's kind of like that game, the cell phone in that game kind of functions like my real-life cell phone. I wish I didn't have one. <laughs> like, everyone always says, oh, cell phones are great. You could go on the internet, all that kind of stuff. But it's like, are they really? Because think about it. Before cell phones... You didn't have that. There was no expectation where it's like, oh, why couldn't I reach you? Like, yeah. Now it's like, if you know, if if I'm out and about, and if someone can't reach me, they they always think like, oh, what is he doing? Like, why isn't he answering? Something like that. Oh, I tried to get in contact with you. Just leave a friggin' message. Like, I don't want to talk to you at any when I'm going around town. I get more pissed when people leave me messages. It's like, oh. I didn't answer your call because I don't want to hear your fucking voice. Don't leave me a fucking I don't, message. As you know, Trevor, I never listen to my messages. I never listen to my shit. Neither do I. I, I. Every, like, couple of months, I go to my voicemail, and it's like, you've got 40 messages. And just I just keep on clicking seven until they're yeah, all Yeah, just delete them all because you don't want to look at that stupid icon, like, on your screen. Oh, yeah. That's why I like the iPod, because it's a cell phone minus the calling part, and uh, that's that's good for me. I can handle that. Yeah, iPod Touch, it's like I get to have my cell phone, and then I get to have my iPod Touch, and I don't have to worry about draining its batteries because I need to make a phone call or something. I, it's just, I don't want I don't want to talk to people. No. You're just too busy three-starring levels. Oh, yeah. And angry birds. That leads me to... Uh, Trevor, I, I think you've got a game of the year contender uh, instead of your, instead of your stupid uh, little Angry Birds game. This is the game that I probably played more than Assassin's Creed Two this week. Fucking Fruit Ninja. <laughs> Fruit Ninja is amazing. I know you were pissed that they only cap they, they cap the score on the demo. Yeah, but dude, it's a dollar. Get it? It's awesome. Seriously, I it's one of those games where it's. Uh, you just want to play a little bit more 
just so you can see if you can top your last score. So is that the Tell one that you cut Elaborate on what Fruit Ninja is for everybody here who, who may so not know. So Fruit Ninja, it's a touch, you know, it's a touch screen game. Um, I think they have it on iPad as well. I think it's easier on the iPad. Uh, so basically, there's like this wooden backdrop and flu and fruit flus. Uh, fruit <laughs> flies up into the air, and so do these bombs. So you want to cut the fruit with, and you use your finger, and your finger acts as a blade because you're a fruit ninja, uh, and uh, and you don't want to hit the bombs because they'll. Depending on what mode you play, they'll subtract 10 from your score or something like that. But you also kind of want to cut the fruit uh, in a combo. Like, it's not so much like cut every single piece of fruit every time you see one. You kind of want to line it up so you can combo. Like, in one slash, you can you want to get, like, six or seven fruit, you know, at a time. So I'm not going to lie. I'm not very good at the game. I think the highest score I got was, like, 400 and... Ah, oh, god damn it. Cell phone. Not editing this out. Answer. Not, uh, okay, answer? No, I'm not going to answer that. So unprofessional. That's Adam. That's Adam. That was Adam. <laughs> what? Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Fruit Ninja. Uh... You want a combo? So I'm not really good at the game. I got, like, I think the highest score I got was 400-something. I looked on the leaderboards. There's people that have, like, 13,000. I have no idea how that's even possible. That always makes me sad when I see shit like that. I, I shouldn't have even looked at it, because as soon as I looked at it, I just put my iPod down, and I was like, fuck. That's like, like, uh, it's like the Battlefield boards. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Well, uh, you're looking, somebody will have 2,000 hours in Fruit Ninja, and you'll go, Wow. Well, me, there was well, me and uh, a couple of the guys uh, I know play uh, a game called Cannibalt, where it's basically like a run-right game and jump over gaps. And I think none of us, I think out of like the four of us, the highest score we've ever gotten is like eight, uh, 9,000 or something. And I looked on the leaderboards, and some people have gotten like 200,000 like meters. And uh, that just makes me sad, because that would be like, that'd be like playing that game for like four hours. Yeah, see, that's uh, I, I think I saw that on Cannibal too because I was playing that and I'm much much worse than you guys. But um, uh, I was playing that and I think I looked on those leaderboards too and I was like, well, what's the point? You know, like yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not ever gonna have really any time to play this game for like an hour and a half straight. So what's the point? I mean, everyone knows the dude with the highest score in Fruit Ninja has chicks going down on him all the time. Exactly. I mean, How else could he get a high score like that? I know. That's the only incentive that, that would make you go and do that that well. I'm also curious that if you have an iPad, are those games easier at all? Because Fruit, Nin Fruit Ninja specifically, because the bombs sometimes are so close to the fruit that you need to cut, I would think it would be easier on an iPad because it's a bigger surface. Yeah. So I, I, it could be a longer surface to cover, though. Too, I don't know. That's true. Be better for people with bigger hands. Yeah, and bigger dicks. So you got to cut the fruit with your dick. You got to drape. You got to hold it on your legs you. and just fucking oh. swing left and right. Wait, did I not tell you guys that 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 that's the game? Oh, okay. So yeah, you can't. The game has just gotten better, in my opinion. Then the, the iPod actually recognizes your uh, recognizes uh, finger skin from foreskin. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you've got to only use your dick. Take that, Flash. <laughs> um, and what else? Did you play anything else this week? Um, no, I watched this movie called Exit Through the Gift Shop. Like, <laughs> when I... Huh, sounds like something I do with my girlfriend. Woo. Uh, uh... I'm editing that out. That will be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, one of the things that, uh, one of the things, so I read the description, I was just bored one day, I read the description, and, um, it was, like, something basically about some guy that follows a graffiti artist named Banksy, and then what ends up happening is the guy following and recording this guy, Banksy, is way, ends up being way more interesting than Banksy, so the movie kind of becomes, like, about him, and so originally I was like, okay, well... That sounds pretty stupid. Uh, I don't really care that much about graffiti, so I probably won't like this. Like, an hour and a half later, I was just glued to the TV, just <laughs> thinking, like, that was amazing. So, that's on Netflix Instant Streaming. Exit through the gift shop. If you like documentaries about stuff, watch it. It's good. 
uh, one, of, one of my favorite things about you, Yaz, is <clears throat> usually around Monday, you give me a call and tell me about a game that you played that you're totally going to talk about on the podcast. And then when the podcast rolls around, you completely forget about it. What game did I tell you to see? Uh, maybe one involving Super Mario. Old oh, Super Mario I played, games. I played the uh, I played the brand new. There you go. The brand new Super Mario Three from Super Mario All Stars on the Wii. All right, all right. Tell us about it. I was stupid enough to buy Super Mario All Stars on the Wii. Obviously, number one. So was I. So and Adam, Wait, will Adam you bought you bought All Stars too. Yeah, I had a gift card. Just, oh my <laughs> fucking god! What is wrong with you people? No, it's like I told Adam: hold it in your hands and try to say no. I'm so it looks so pretty, the packaging and everything. So I was playing Super Mario Three and realized that I fucking hate the sun in that one level. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's the desert, and you can't angry. see the sun, and he's fucking pissed, and he's swooping it. <clears throat> Fuck that sun. Well, you know, like, the thing... I've, I've played it. I don't own it, because I'm not fucking stupid. But, uh... <laughs> Sounds like someone hasn't held it. The fucking emulation <laughs> on that game is... It's just shit. It's just fucking shit. It makes me so angry at Nintendo. Like, the games don't play as well as they did on the SNES. All I know is I'm too lazy to hook up my SNES to my HD television... So, it was a $30 convenience uh, purchase. I actually haven't even opened mine yet, so <laughs> I'm looking at the prices and seeing if it sells. I'm so, like, I, the thing is, you get pissed off because, like, uh, at least, like, Sega, like, like the Sega, Sonic's collection, Sonic Sega collection, um, was actually pretty good. Like, the games were treated well. There was, like, I felt not terrible about it. And then fucking Nintendo comes out with All-Stars, which they could have seriously put, like, every Mario game up to, like, maybe Sunshine on that disc. And they fucking did it. I'm so tired of putting Nintendo's dick in my mouth and then just just having them use me. It just, You've it just obviously so never held Nintendo's dick. <laughs> Nintendo's yeah, gilded uh, dick. For the record, uh, it feels really good in my mouth. So, uh, to each his own, man. Fuck, I'm so angry about that game. <laughs> I got I, I I don't. I don't. I, I wish they would have put sunshine. I understand why they didn't, but um, because they they're they assholes. They should have put Super Mario World at least. I do agree with that. Like, I, I would have been if they would have gone up to Yoshi's Island. I would have accepted it, but to like yeah. not even like port well a, a, a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Fuck you. For the twenty fifth anniversary, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. You need to hold it in your hands. <laughs> I do not need yeah, to hold really this gilded dick in my hands. I, I'm very unhappy because I'm looking at it right now. It's pretty. <laughs> it's ribbed. It's ribbed. It my is. pleasure. Fuck. Anyway. Like watermelon. The lettering on the front, Trevor, is raised. How do you raised. feel? That, that's why. That's why about Bioshock too, because they have the shattered glass on the front. It's raised. Ooh. Yeah. Anyways, because fuck Nintendo. I played some games this week. Uh, mostly uh, one for a view uh, for uh, Elder-Geek.com, the site that hosts us. Uh, Printy 2. Have you guys seen anything about Printy 2? Isn't that the Operation Panties game? Operation Panties. They, it, it <laughs> I love the, the title. That's all I know. I There's love no the mother on this fucking planet who will buy that game. But, Mom, can I have Printies 2? Uh, Operation Panties? <laughs> it's called Operation Panties! What? <laughs> Get out of here, you, you fucking failure of a son. You queer? You'll be disappointed. Go ask your father. <laughs> go ask your father. <laughs> yeah, go ask your father. <laughs> uh, that game, like, if there ever was a game that, like, like, borderlined on being shitty and good, it's that <laughs> game. So, like, this game is basically, uh, it's one of those, like, masochistic, uh, really hard games you go from right to left or left to right and you you try to get to the end and fight a boss like Mega Man which I love Mega Man I grew up on Mega Man uh, and they give you a thousand lives to essentially complete 10 levels um, but like the the enemy placement and like uh, the placement of traps is so stupid that like it's not hard in a sense that like oh this is demon souls I need to memorize what's happening 
and then come back and beat this. No, it's hard as in, like, fuck you, um, there are spikes below you, but you can't see because the screen cuts off at a certain point. Or, like, there's an enemy shooting a bullet off screen and hit you as you were coming in. Like, that game is angry. Like, it's, it's fun. Like, I enjoyed myself at times. But more often than not, I just hated myself for playing it. So would you say it's, like, borderline unfair? It's, it is borderline... It's not even unfair as, like, unfinished. Like, it's like they started... Because, like, the first couple levels... Like, the first two levels they played, I was cool with. And then at some point, like, you know what? Let's just, like, jizz enemies all over the screen. And then that's what you're playing for the rest of the game. Like, just so I have a, blocks of enemies. I have a question for you, because that game, you're given 999 lives at the start, right? A uh, thousand. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so, um, so did you play it long enough, or did you dick around for long enough to see what happens if you get... Like, what happens when you reach zero lives? Do you have to start the whole game over again? I or? did not hit zero lives. Okay. Uh, I beat it with about 300 lives left. And at that point, I did not feel like testing it to see what would happen if I ran out. Because I was always curious. What you say? Same thing with the first game. Uh, to was... my understanding, uh, you're not you don't lose when that happens. They do something, but I oh. I did not feel like finding that one out for myself. Um, yeah. I had to switch to easy mode because they have an easy mode on this one. And uh, usually, you get two, technically three, but you get two hits before you die. And they're like scarfs is like the icon for these like these lives. When you go to baby mode, they put diapers up there. <laughs> I was so pissed off. That's nice. Yeah, look at that the entire game. <laughs> but uh, when I finished that, um, I was so pissed at that type of game that I wanted to play a good version of it. So I put in uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns again. And uh, I really like that game. Does anyone here would play you, it? Would you buy um, if Nintendo came out with Donkey Kong Collection and it had... Donkey Kong 1 and 3, but didn't have 2, would you buy it? I'd, I'd have to take a cold shower afterwards, but yes. <laughs> I'd have to see how it feels in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> if it was embossed on the front, then yes. So it was, Yeah, it a, they have raised lettering on the front. All right, then yeah, I'd probably buy it. <laughs> uh, so my, my advice, though, is that if you're looking at that game, Pretty 2, and you're like, man, I want a game like this, just just go fucking buy Donkey Kong Country Returns if you have a win. <laughs> If you have an Xbox, go get Super Meat Boy. If you got a PlayStation, watch a Blu-ray. You know, I just, you know, I just bought Super Meat Boy just a couple of days ago, but have not even played it. I don't like, think you're gonna be able to get through it because you don't I, you don't do hard games very well. I don't do hard games, but it all depends on how. Because here's the thing: I don't do hard games, but I also really love like. Uh, Timing-based things, as you know, my obsession with Dinger Derby. Yes, yes, so. the Dinger Derby <laughs> instrument. Uh, it's a mini game in Mario Party Five where you have to hit baseballs. And I probably in that mini game alone probably put like twenty-five hours, like yep. just in that mini game. You broke a controller um, with your face, and uh, you threatened to kill yourself upon getting twenty-nine uh, hits. I remember that vividly. Oh my god, yeah, I got, I got, it's out of 30, and once I got 29, and I was, like, flipping out. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, so, I, that's mainly the reason why I bought it. Like, I, I have no intentions to probably beat that game, because I won't, because I've heard it's very hard, but I do like timing, like, things based on timing, and yeah. from what I've heard, it's very timing-based, and it just looks like it has a good humor about it, mm-hmm. so... So, yeah, I need to play that. I got, I got like, free points, so I figured, why the hell not? That's, I mean, uh, out of the games you could have bought on uh, Arcade, that's probably one of the better ones. Yeah. Um, I also, this week, uh, I've wanted to see it for a really long time. <clears throat> Speaking of PlayStation and Blu-rays, I watched How to Train Your Dragon for the first time. Really good movie, really good movie. But um, at the end, I looked at some of the special features, and they had, like, an animatic. And it was a hand-drawn animatic. And I really just realized that I don't want to watch uh, 3D animation anymore. I just want people to draw shit again. Yeah, dude, that, that movie had a lot of DreamWorks smirk face in it. Yeah. <laughs> I think even on the box, like, there is definitely a smirk face on there. Like, that was one of the two things I realized in that movie was I'd really just like to see people go back to drawing hand-drawn uh, animated films. Like, I really like Princess and the Frog. Uh... I, I just miss that, like, classic animation. I just feel like there... I, I feel like 
Which is unfortunate because I, I agree with you. I, I prefer the hand drawn stuff myself, and I really like the Princess Frog as well. Um, I just feel like there isn't as big of an audience for it anymore. You know, it's like look at how much Princess and the Frog made. Yeah. Bit um, compared to How to Train Your Dragon or any Pixar movie that comes out, and yeah, it's, it's it's upsetting. I just I just miss it. Um, With that being said, I know I know Trevor. This might incite an argument between me and you, but uh, I, or actually, I don't know if you feel this way. But the recent DreamWorks movies, like Kung Fu Panda and How to Train Your Dragon, everyone has been proclaiming uh, that they were better than the recent Pixar releases. Um, that's bullshit. No, I agree. That's bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Pixar is much better than they those. They good. I yeah, know, but like no, I, they're not. I think what's happening is people are used to DreamWorks being terrible. So once they see some good DreamWorks movies, you know, hyperbole starts being thrown around, and yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah they're and, making up Kung Fu Panda too, and I'm kind of pissed about that. Like, is there really anything else to be said? Like, pretty sure we covered everything in that movie. Yeah, I hear they're making Toy Story too as well. Oh god damn it! Really? Yeah. I, I, I heard about the sequels. I'm not sure, though. I was going to say, though, the other thing I learned in How to Train Your Dragon was that uh, it's basically Monster Hunter the movie, but PG. <laughs> it's just... And it's kind of true. The main dragon's a Nargakuga. He runs real fast, just like Nargakuga. You catch him. It's like Pokemon meets fucking Monster Hunter. Except you don't have to make uh, appendages for the Pokemon that you capture. Yeah, and they, they probably... Although that would add a great aspect to the game. I know, like, the main character in How to Train Your Dragon was supposed to be kind of nerdy, but um, were you at all an- annoyed as hell with his voice? Well, it's that oh, one dude God. who was also in Sorcerer's Apprentice. I don't know his name. Like, all the main actors in that movie were just nobodies and, like, nerds. It didn't make any sense that to me. That wasn't Nicolas Cage. The greatest actor of all time, Nicolas Cage. You have to refer yes. to him as his full title. <laughs> yeah, um, he, uh, I hear that uh, new movie he made, the one with the dragons, I saw that it got a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. Does anybody else, like, see previews for movies nowadays and get really excited, and then Nicholas's Ca- Nicholas Cage's face pops up, and then you just get really pissed <laughs> off? Oh my god, that has actually happened a couple of times. That was like, there's that one that's like, Season of the Witch, and like, I'm watching the preview, <laughs> yes. and I was like, holy shit, this looks pretty cool, and then Nicholas Cage's face pops up, and I was like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Nicolas Cage yes. even it because it got a four percent. That's uh, pretty bad. It's that's that's better than most Nicolas Cage movies. I actually did make the mistake of watching The Sorcerer's Apprentice uh, <laughs> because uh, we rent a lot of DVDs from the library because we're because poor you're a shit. minority. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And uh, I watched it. and I was like, well, let's see who. It, let's see how it was. It was really bad. It was just, I I laughed at every part that Nicolas Cage was in, because he was trying his best to be like a serious crazy guy, but it was just Bangkok Dangerous 4. (laughs) (laughs) I have a question, do you, uh, when you go to the library, do you talk really loudly and play uh, flash games on the computers, like uh, everyone else that I see that goes to our library? No, I'm actually too busy trying to corral my eight children. Oh, okay. Kids okay. section and, um, um, and having them all get DVDs on their library cards, and then we can sell them. <laughs> I hate what well, libraries have become. It's become like the one near me. Whenever I go around school time, like uh, around when school, I guess when elementary or high school and all that. It's the usual stuff. time you're prowling outside a library. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, they usually just have like a ton, like. It's a ton of kids that I guess that, like, the library is their babysitter. And they just run around and are loud and, like, not courteous at all. You're trying to read or study, and it's just, it's annoying. I bet you don't even put on the ice cream truck jingle when you you go by there. (laughs) I actually did get an ice cream truck jingle uh, installed in my car. Um, Figure it it added to the value, the resale value. The resale value of your broke-ass car, all right. You should get the freezer just in case, you know, for the bodies. (laughs) <laughs> that's terrible you know what's terrible leaving those bodies out in the hot sun that's true they will go that's bad true. you're talking about resale value talk about something that'll bring the sell value down they look yeah. small but man those things they go downhill fast you try I, uh, those things out. I sell organs actually and yeah you gotta keep them you gotta keep them cool I don't, is oh, there yeah. a market for children organs uh, it depends <laughs> how fat they are Trevor 
There's a market for everything. That, that is, is a true. good point. A good point that will lead us to our news segment. Uh, the three of us are going to finish it. A news story uh, behind the high school and uh, buy it a drink, uh, slip something in it, and uh, leave it there. <laughs> uh, we're going to start uh, this week with Adam. Uh, go ahead and give us your news story. Well, my news story was that a couple got into an argument. The boyfriend let the girlfriend walk out of the house so she can try to cool down. When she came back into the house, she started throwing things at him and then picked up his Nintendo Wii and threw it directly at his face. Now that's and waggle. That, that is motion control if I have ever seen it. So uh, the boyfriend that's the first then, useful thing I've ever seen done with a Wii. Yeah, the boyfriend <laughs> then called the police. She was taken away. But it just goes to show that if it was a PlayStation 3 or an Xbox, he would have probably died, which shows oh, yeah. that those two are the superior systems. When <laughs> killing a person, uh, avoid the Wii. It is not uh, designed to murder. Yeah, if you want, if you want, ideally, if you want to kill someone, get a PS3 fat. Yeah, or the original Xbox. Or the original, yeah, Xbox, the, yeah, Xbox One, those things. I remember the first time when I got my PS3 fat, I was perplexed by how heavy it was. Like, I was looking at it, and I, 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 I was looking at it and thinking, like, there's got to be rocks in here. There's got to be this. It, it is. It's, it's like holding an overweight child. I mean, it's it's huge. It's massive. I still have the fat. I mean, that's I still things fucking heavy. Yeah, for now, Trevor, that yellow light of death is creeping on you. I tried to uh, I tried to fucking install a new hard drive on that thing. God damn, it, it is not. It won't read any of my hard drives, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, I cannot get it to because I want to back up my data before I put in a new hard drive. Sounds like a personal problem. It is a fucking personal problem. I don't know how to do it. We don't but deal with I'm curse butt cheeks. If I do switch that hard drive out, it's just going to break. Uh, Trevor, we don't deal with personal issues on this podcast. This is, this is, you know, it started as a rash. Um, <laughs> now it burns when I pee. And that's my problem. Well, it'll get worse. I, I also feel like there's been a lot more, like, when, when, couple, when angry couples have a fight, uh, the consoles are the first thing people go for. If my girlfriend ever tried to come at me with my PS3... I'd just be like, look, I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll do anything you want. <laughs> I'll do anything. Uh, I'm, I'm on a, I've, I put myself on a self-proclaimed spending freeze because like, I'm running out of money. <laughs> Mr. Congress over here. And uh, fucking... Uh, Topical. I was talking to Heather, and she's like, you're going to break your fucking PS3 if you do this. Heather's my girlfriend, by the way. Uh, my hand. Name dropping. Uh, name dropping. What? Um... And she, I was like, dude, if my PS3 broke, I would just go out and buy a new one right now. That's Even exactly... Though I have no fucking money, I will go buy... I will have to replace that shit. I do not have time to not be playing my PS3. That's exactly actually what I told my girlfriend, Kelly. Name dropping. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I was talking about if this thing ever broke... See, I don't have cable either, so I basically do all of my television watching through Netflix. So the PS3 is probably the system I play the most, and... I use it for Netflix. I would literally go out the next day and just buy one. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you say anything like that to your girlfriend, Adam? No. Uh, no. She doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I would have to describe my sex <laughs> life in video game terminology. I would say alone in the dark. <laughs> it's PS3 because it's got no games. Your girl, you do have a girlfriend. It's your left hand. Yeah. Oh, it's called Sony. <laughs> 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 you named her Sony. Just, her name is Sony. <laughs> That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Oh fuck! All right, uh, I'll go. Uh, to my news story, uh, which is a real news story, unlike uh, Adams, and that's that uh, Square Enix. Uh, this is off of ElderGeek.com. Square Enix uh, has registered a domain for uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. Now, it's not, I mean, that's not announced, but it's been registered. And all I gotta say is, when did we go wrong? <laughs> when, when did that become a good idea? Like, I used to love Square. Like, I, I'll be, I'm not that, that douche who likes, like, Final Fantasy VII and VIII and IX, like, way too much. 
when did we just like stop caring and then making like fuck terrible sequels to to shitty games? Like, I, what happened to Square Enix? Well, they have a very loyal fan base. I mean, isn't Final Fantasy thirteen the one where? It's like twenty hours in, and then you actually start yeah. playing the game. Like the tutorial stage is like fifteen yeah. hours long. So if you have a fan base that loves that shit, you can release anything. Yeah, I just, I just don't understand it. Like I'm still waiting for like a return to like a good game from Square Enix. Just uh, put Final Fantasy in front of it, and that's uh, that's all you really need so. to do. Well, apparently, uh, my computer decided our conversation on Final Fantasy was too goddamn boring because it decided to crash all of Skype during our uh, podcast. So, we're going to fucking move on because my computer's an asshole. So, so nobody intelligent are now. And nobody cares about Final Fantasy. Yeah, nobody cares about what we're saying anyway. Does anybody care about anything we fucking say? Nope. 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 Uh, we should just commit suicide on the podcast. I, that's that's a good idea. Okay, I bet I'll we get, get more webcam. ratings doing that than we ever would uh, talking, like fucking children playing radio. <laughs> Anyways, Yaz, uh, you got to finish out this news train. Uh, let us know what you looked up. Um, so, update on that uh, rumored Sega Dreamcast collection. Uh, and this just proves how big of a failure Sega is. So Sega came out with the Sonic Genesis collection, which is a really, really, really good Genesis yes. compilation. Sonic's Sega Genesis collection. Yes. Specifically Sonic. It's, it's specifically his collection. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, so that, that's only like 20 bucks. so if you don't have that, get that. But yes. this story, um, they basically updated it with uh, what games are actually going to be on the disc. Uh, no price has been put out as of yet, uh, but... The final games that I... I was going to say, real quick, before you tell us, uh, let's do a game real quick. Adam, do you know any uh, Genesis games? Or, not Genesis games, uh, Dreamcast games? No. Okay, I'll ask then. So, Yaz, is Power Stone on it? Nope. Fuck! (laughs) Exactly. Okay, Uh, so they decided to basically come out with... um, They only have four games on it, number one. Which is terrible. Uh, and secondly, most of them are already available through PSN or Xbox Arcade or one of those. So basically, the list is Crazy Taxi, which if you haven't had enough of that game, uh, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's yourself. still interested in that game. Sonic Adventure, which at the time, like, okay, yeah, that was neat. Nobody wants to play that now. Nope. Or anyone that has played it has probably already played every iteration of it. Why would they want to play the same exact game? Yeah. Sega Bass Fishing, which, (laughs) to my understanding, if you don't get to use that awesome controller that they had for the Dreamcast for the Bass Fishing game, what's the point? And um, Space Channel 5 Part 2. That is the worst collection of games I've ever heard. (laughs) I I really just picture in my mind like the boardroom meaning of what games they're going to have on that collection. It and just like bass, bass pro fishing. Genius. <laughs> the thing is, is, I don't think they're necessarily bad games. It's just, they're all games that have had many ports. Yeah. I mean, I think Sega Bass Fishing is the only thing that I think is kind of unique. Because I know Space Channel 5, I'm pretty sure they had that on Xbox Live Arcade. Sonic Adventure and Crazy Taxi, I think those both came out on Xbox Live Arcade and PSN. So at this point, it's like, what's, like, come on, give me more than four games. No, yeah, that's pretty and, fucked up. Yeah, Power Stone 1 and 2. Uh, like, I don't see how you can make a Dreamcast collection without Power Stone. I want to see Power Stone, Seaman, uh, Jet Set, or Jet Grind Radio. Wait, you want to see what? Seaman? You never played Seaman? Trevor, this is a PG podcast. Uh, it's the, your little fish with the face, and you talk to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. you remember that. Uh... <laughs> I mean, okay. keep these games on there. I'm okay with that, but only four games? I mean, this thing better be, like, no more than $20. Yeah. If it's only $59.99. $59.99. I, you know, I almost... I, I wouldn't be surprised if it came out for 40 bucks. Uh, that actually is a really good segue, though, uh, into our main topic of discussion today. Boobs. 
boobs. Round ones, floppy ones. Ones as big as your head. <laughs> no. So our main discussion today, uh, that, that, that's a really good segue, though. Um, the main discussion today is that Connect uh, games are averaging like a, about a 40% on a lot of uh, Metacritic averages and stuff like that. Uh, PlayStation Move is adri- averaging poor scores among most review sites. Really, uh, it's safe to say, I think, that this console generation has had the lowest average scores for uh, a wide breadth of its console because of just the junk and shovelware that comes out. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. yeah. There's more shit on these consoles than there's ever been on any other console before. Well, um, it, it's, it's really starting to closely mirror um, what happened to the Atari when it uh, flooded the market with, with crap and then almost brought down the gaming industry as a whole. So what I want to know from you guys, uh, before we jump into emails, is how do you see uh, this huge insurgence of just uh, crap on systems or like gimmicky peripherals, how do you see it affecting the, uh, the current state of video games as a whole? Well, for me, I think unless like a big studio gets behind it and does like, for instance, like EA doing, like, Imagine Babies, or, like, I'm going to make 15 peripherals for Wii Sports. I don't mind if those big companies do it, because any of the money that they get from those would hopefully go to a worthwhile game, at least in my mind. Because, let's face it, the shovelware games, they can't really take that much to develop. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ninja Bread Man did not cost millions of dollars. No. And that, I mean, we also see a lot nowadays with a lot of games putting, like, five-year development periods in mm-hmm. and several million dollars and then uh, crashing and burning. I wouldn't be surprised if those type of games uh, became rarer and rarer. I know... Um, they need to. <laughs> I think they were talking... I, I remember reading a story about, like, the Mirror's Edge. Like, all the effort that basically went into... It wasn't Mirror's Edge. I think it was Assassin's Creed 1. And this thing had a, an immense budget and, like, a huge staff. And so, um... So, I mean, obviously it was pretty popular. And I think they've taken that engine and improved it. And so they've been able to stretch it out for a couple of games. But I think... I think that's what they're really going to have to do. Like, you can't... I don't think... You're going to see these people that are investing a lot of money and a lot of years into a a game, and then I suspect that we're going to see a lot of uh, sequels. Like, it would be completely useless if Naughty Dog put all that effort into Uncharted 1 and never made an Uncharted 2. Because I, I understand that they did a lot more work on the engine between those two games, but... It's senseless to basically make an engine or build a game from the ground up and not make a sequel. So I, I feel like what's going to start happening is we're going to get a lot of sequels. So like do, you I, think, yeah. uh, do you think seeing um, these engines being built and then elaborated upon, do you see this as being a, a good thing for the industry? To, or do you see the fact that now we're going to be relying on a lot, of, a lot more sequels because of the amount of time and money being put into these engines and these... Uh, these these pieces of these games, do you see that as a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, I think it would be easy to say it's a bad thing, but, I mean, personally, so far the sequels that I've played that I've enjoyed more than the originals, mm. I mean, Uncharted 2 is, to me, way better than Uncharted 1. Not saying that Uncharted 1 wasn't good. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2 is way better than Assassin's Creed 1. Uh, and then Mass Effect 2 is better than Mass Effect 1. Yeah, and then even, uh, like, I would hope, I don't know if Ninja Theory is ever going to get the chance, but I would love for them to try to make an Enslaved 2 and fix some of the jankiness of mm. Enslaved 1. So, I mean, I don't really mind it. It's, I think, I think, uh, I think with, once again, this comes around to Final Fantasy, with what they're doing where they have, like, six or seven different versions of Final Fantasy thirteen lined up, uh, I feel that that may be a little bit excessive, but it's almost like they have to do that because they spent so much money on that game. Well, yeah, from a business perspective, everybody wants a franchise. 
just like Sony has Uncharted and God of War, and like Xbox has like Gears of War and Halo, you definitely want the games that you make one of, and everybody's waiting for the sequel, so you know that's pretty much guaranteed profit. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to lose a lot of those games in the middle. There's going to be the small budget maybe shovelware or, you know, things like simple little iPhone games. And then there's going to be the big productions. And I think we're going to start losing those middle ground. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I was just looking at the game Resonance of Fate. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. I think we're going to lose that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, what about stuff like uh, Fallout New Vegas that is an elaboration on a, a preconceived engine, but we seem to be given uh, the beta of the game rather than the full game that gets patched later. Um, that's another thing that's become fairly prevalent in our, our society as of recent. Uh, do you think that is going to continue or do you think we're going to see less of that? Honestly, I think we're going to see more of that with uh, the deadline crunches for all of these companies to make. It's pretty much been standard procedure to release something that's almost broken and fix it later via a firmware patch or something like that. And when it goes for, like, Fallout, Fallout can afford to do it because they are pretty much an established franchise. And they're going to make a lot of money regardless of what they do. Because even if they didn't make the millions of dollars that they wanted on this first game that they released they're going to make a lot more in the game of the year, which will be guaranteed to be fixed of all the bugs and have all of the add-on content later. All right. yeah, I, think, I think with all these uh, systems that are going to have, uh, you know, at least, you know, PS3 comes standard with hard drive. I guess some people still have an Xbox 360 without a hard drive, and the Wii doesn't have a hard drive. I feel like, especially next generation, every system is going to have a hard drive, and I feel like with that, you're going to see updates more frequently. You know, like, maybe some forced updates. <laughs> you got to put that in every time. Shameless plug. Um, <laughs> that, that, that brings up a thing about the Wii, um, that you just mentioned about having hard drives. Is And I've been thinking about this a lot recently, that, you know, yes, the Wii puts out the most bullshit, and maybe has, like, the fewest good games coming out over a period of time, but because it has no hard drive... It's coming out with the most complete games. Like, rarely have I picked up a Wii game. Like, I didn't like Other M, but it was done. Well, it's funny that you say that because there was that big glitch in Other M that I guess, I don't know, some people encountered. Like, because remember that whole drama about there were people that had to ship off their game to get a... But yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I definitely understand what you're saying. Uh, so you got to give them at least some kind of credit. So starting with Adam to, to wrap this little bit up, uh, better or worse, uh, with games, uh, with more sequels coming out because of the development time on engines, with the rapid uh, increase in just uh, shovelware on some consoles and uh, peripheral attachments like the Kinect and the Move with no support, do you see better or worse? Or how, just really quick, how do you see things turning out? Uh, in that respect, I think it's going to be a little bit worse. Okay, elaborate. Uh, well, first of all, like like I said before, if they're not taken in by those big companies making those, it really takes away a lot from like the independent developer or like the small-time producer of a game. They won't have as much money to compete with the other huge games coming out. And even still, it takes a lot of money to develop a game. So, you know, you have all the shovelware that's going to come out, so their game, even though it may be very good, may sort of be lost in the sea of shit. Mm. All right, yeah, same question. What do you think? You know, uh, to me, I think I think gaming is just going to get better. Yeah, you're going to have, uh, you know, possibly some broken Connect games and possibly some... Uh, broken waggle games, but I think as a whole, I think things are like we're beginning to see a shift. I feel like the there's the shovelware, and then there's those games that don't have enough for the huge budget, and those often come out on you know things like PSN or Xbox Live Arcade, and then there's the retail releases, which usually have really really high budgets, and to me it's like yeah we're gonna start losing some of those niche. Uh, categories, like the, the, the niche kind of games, but I think those, I feel like those will maybe eventually move to avenues like 
Xbox Live Arcade titles like Limbo or something like that. And then I think what we're going to see with these big retail ones are they're going to be like the blockbusters, the uh, quote-unquote Transformers 3 Dark <laughs> of the Moons. Uh, but hopefully, so no, it's horrible. Uh, yeah, so no, but um, I guess that's a bad comparison. But I like I like big games. Like I, I, I enjoy, you know, when I'm sitting around playing some, you know, some iPod Touch games or PSN titles or Xbox Live Arcade titles, but I really enjoy the big titles, you know, Assassin's Creed 2, things that are just have big budgets like the Bioshock games, the, the music in those games, everything, just because it takes money to create, I feel, like an ambiance in a game, and it takes money to create a setting, and you have to pay those artists, and I just feel like hopefully the bigger it's going to get, the better it's going to be, and people are going to strive to achieve more. I, I, I hope it doesn't turn into jumbled messes like Modern Warfare 2, who, which had like an incomprehensible story. Uh, but I'm all, I'm all for you know moving forward. I don't think games are going to go anywhere. I think there's too many people. I, I think at this point there's too many people, and they're too widely played for anything to basically undergo, you know, bankruptcy or something like that. All right. Well, there you go. If you out there have any interest on the topic we discussed today and would like to share your thoughts, head on over to Forced Update at elder-geek.com and send us an email. Um, if you send us one, we will 100% read it on the air. Uh, uh, for emails, we're going to read none because nobody sent us any you ungrateful fucks. <laughs> so, as punishment for not sending an email to forcedupdate at elder-geek.com, uh, we're going to do a little segment here called Yaz Asks Stupid Questions. So, Yaz, uh, take it away and ask a stupid question. Dear Elder Geek, why is Mario Italian? Well, Yaz, who has asked a stupid question... Mario is Italian because, uh, one, Italians presumably have large dicks, and there's no way that Princess Peach would go for a small-dicked person. And I doubt Nintendo would have a black man going after Princess Peach. No, would they have a Mexican. That's our answer. Yaz, give me one more. One more. Yaz asks a stupid question. Okay. Dear Elder Geek, if the sun explodes one day... What's the point of buying sunglasses? Well, even though the sun has exploded, uh, you will not realize it to, I think it's approximately like 15 minutes after it started. And during that 15 minutes, you're probably going to want to either A, uh, go have sex with the first thing you found, or B, pray for your life. And both of those things would be really a lot easier if you had your eyes. So I'd probably recommend keeping those sunglasses. Plus the new sunglasses are in 3D. In the future, they will. Everything is in 3D in the future, including it's in real 3D. Uh, that is Yaz asks a stupid question. Uh, I regret doing it as soon as we finished saying it. But uh, fuck you guys for not emailing us. That's what you get. Oh, and, I, and, I got, and I'll line up some even stupider questions if you don't email us. You're going to get <laughs> stupider questions from Yaz. If you do not go to your preferred email client, most likely uh, Hotmail for you guys out there. At AOL.com. Type in forcedupdate at elder-geek.com and send us an email. Just just do it. Just do it. Each episode that you do not send an email, Yaz's Asking Stupid Questions segment will become five minutes longer. (laughs) Until it then just encompasses the whole podcast. Uh, Or I'll just have Adam talk and listen to his fucking voice for 15 minutes. Oh, that's even worse. You're the one who has to edit it. I edit that... I edit every sequence of you talking out that I can. Hey, by the way, Adam, uh, me and Trevor reached the conclusion you're you're out of the podcast. Yeah. Done. So uh, next week when we come back, it'll just be me. Because we've subsequently (laughs) voted the rest of the people out of the podcast. And ratings will be higher than they've ever been in our life. I will be uh, on pain pills and drunk. And uh, it'll be a very good podcast. So... uh, For all the news stories we've talked about today, head to elder-geek.com and click on news. 
Uh, we are on iTunes now. You can look us up uh, with by searching Forced Update. And uh, we'll see you next week. Any words from you guys? Fuck off. Uh, give us five stars on iTunes because five we love stars on iTunes. There you go. There you go. See you guys. Have a good week.